Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. Um, Steph and I are sitting here together. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious because, I mean, normally we record, as everyone knows, London, Melbourne, and we have no issues setting up. And as soon as we're literally sitting within arm's reach of each other, it just took us... Like two hours. Two hours, um, because we had so many issues using a mixer with two mics, and then my laptop had no sound, and then Steph's laptop had no sound, and she brought the wrong plug, and um, so we... Yeah, this was painful, but we made it. And this is also why our episode is actually a little bit later this week than it normally is, because we could not get our shit together. Yeah, we tried to uh, a couple days ago um, and we had, you know, a great idea. Like, let's have a couple glasses of wine and catch up together and we'll record. And then that turned into all the wine a bottle of wine a bottle of wine three double vodkas more wine with uh we went for roast and i mean i fell asleep sitting up yeah so this (laughs) trying to record this episode is a couple days late um but today's episode is a, a special on pandemic etiquette pandemic etiquette i mean i felt like steph and i had drank enough wine the other night that it would be like a barrier to coronavirus. Absolutely. But we are actually slightly concerned that I could have coronavirus as we record this. You woke up with a mild cough this morning. A mild cough, and I'm quite achy. You don't have coronavirus. Granted, I did go to the gym the other day for the first time in about a week, so I think it's just muscle aches. <laughs> um, and I had like a eye infection, and I was saying this to Steph, and she's like, that is not a symptom of coronavirus. So I think I'm just... I think you're just a hot mess. Yeah. And two-day hangover after all the wine. So, um, but if I do get coronavirus after we record this episode. Mm-hmm. The joke's be, on us. It would be quite fitting. <laughs> it would be very ironic considering everything we're about to talk about. Yeah. So, first things first. We want to... It's It's been so funny watching all the pandemonium of people just losing their shit and going crazy unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. People don't really understand the facts there's always rumors and this and that going on and i recently saw something where i was like holy shit this is making people racist yes this is the first point that we want to touch on and i just want to caveat as well steph and i are obviously not experts we're not medical professionals right nothing like we are not experts on this but what we are experts on is common sense so that's what we're talking about in this in today's episode and yeah the first point let's talk about the racism that's been and been thrown around with this. And I think it's not like if you were to say this to any of the people who are doing this, they'd be like, oh, my God, no, I'm not racist. I, you know, you're got to love your cliche. I have black friends. I like, have Asian friends. Yeah. yeah. But just the ignorance. And sometimes ignorance does equal racism. Yeah. 
And I recently saw, and I wish I could give credit to the woman who posted this, but she purposely blacked out all her information and the company's information to not publicly slam them, um, but to make people aware of what was happening. Yeah. And she received an email. She was involved in an event, and she received an email that said, Dear Anne, I'm very sorry to have to cancel your assistance at the fair next week. The coronavirus is causing much anxiety everywhere, and fairly or not, Asians are seen as the carriers of the virus. Your presence in the stand would unfortunately create hesitation on the part of the audience to enter the exhibition space. I apologize for this. Hope we can meet and work together in the future. You cannot send emails like that. Well, first things first, she's a Vietnamese woman. Right. That's her descent. So no, hasn't been to China, nothing to do with China, where hasn't been in where to, this we know this originated from. Yeah. None of that. This is just a person who's like, well, Chinese people are Asian, so that must mean all Asians are Chinese. Yeah. No. No. Well, that's an, I, uh, a couple of friends of mine I work with that um, are of Asian descent. They were saying, one of the girls was saying, she was on the tube the other day, and someone looked at her and literally, like, took their scarf and, like, covered their mouth and walked away. And she was like, my family's from Malaysia. Like, say, like they're not Chinese. She's from London. She has not been anywhere near China in... But she was saying she's noticed this, where people are, like, looking at her and covering their mouths and just... And we're so far beyond that point. Like, like uh, we're at the point with this virus where it's person to person. People who haven't been traveling are transmitting it. So... Guys, I'm Canadian and white and not Asian, and I potentially have it. (laughs) (laughs) I really... I need to stop saying this, because I feel like I am going to bring this into the universe and contract it. However, Steph, you're here, so if I get it, you're getting it. I am a carrier who doesn't get affected. We'll see about that. At least you're here to take care of me (laughs) if this does happen. All right. So what we wanted to talk about, obviously, because I just traveled in the midst of this, this is what started the episode. We talked about doing this a few weeks ago. and We were like, well, well, what would we say? Like, would it be value added? But now I've actually, I flew during... Tons of travel bans. I flew from Melbourne to Singapore and Singapore to London. Mm -hmm. And I actually got to witness firsthand a lot of the precautions that are being taken. So now we were like, okay, this is the time we finally have something we can actually talk about. Yeah, firsthand experience. So it's not so much we're talking, yeah, whatever, signs, symptoms. Like like you said, we know this is spreading. But we're like, this is the stuff we can do as common sense yeah while this pandemic is going on in terms of you know when we are traveling and pre-planning and during your travels and yeah yeah so the first bit i talk i thought i'd talk about was kind of my pre-trip preparations Mm -hmm. and thankfully i was transiting through singapore so singapore didn't have any well they actually did so many countries when i was traveling had bans still on regions of china Italy and South Korea. Right. Those were the bands. So I didn't have any issues. For 48 hours leading up to my flight, I was getting email and text blasted by Qantas telling me I would not be allowed on the plane if I'd been to those places. And Fair I was enough. like, yep, fine, I'm all good. One thing I, so I bought my travel insurance through World Nomads about two weeks before this trip. And one of the interesting things that people need to look into when they're traveling is, are you traveling where there's a known issue? And every insurance policy is going to be different. So you got to look it up. But so say, for example, if I were to go to Italy right now, you're not covered or South Korea, let's pick South Korea because we'll talk about Italy later. Right. 
if I booked a flight to South Korea and I still decided to go, the coverage is canceled, even though I paid for it, because I am going somewhere where there's a known issue. There's multiple travel bans on South Korea. You can't play dumb. Yeah. It just, I would not have insurance. So even if I went there and say I broke my leg, nothing to do with coronavirus. You're still not covered. Still not covered. So I think we talked about some of these points in a previous episode that we did on looking at your insurance. Travel insurance, yeah. Yeah, understanding exactly what you're buying, what you're covered for, what you're not. I think we talked about even when you and I went to Egypt Mm -hmm. at the time in 2015, I believe insurance didn't cover egypt at no the time we because, went there knowing we, and we yeah. went knowing that you know the country was at unrest and it was maybe not the most uh the safest of places to go at the time and we took the risk and went anyways but you know when that isis car bomb went off thankfully you think nothing, about it a little more yeah and just to think like wow if something did happen or if we were stuck there or whatever maybe mm-hmm. our insurance doesn't cover it so um but i think there's a big difference in understanding you won't be covered and making the decision to go yeah versus just being totally unaware like i got travel insurance everything will be fine no you always need to even like we've talked about it again before but i always you know i get an annual policy every year but before i go on any trip i always just double check like what is covered on that and then think about the stuff i'm going to be doing i mean i feel like i just get sort of like full coverage mm-hmm. um but it's always best again just to go back and like you know triple check like what is covered on this what countries am i covered um you know are you transiting through anywhere that's another thing you might have countries that you're not covered on your plan yet you are transiting through and if something happens there so yeah. you know it's not a set it and forget it just yeah, and I think that's one thing. You always hear people bitching about insurance, but and sometimes it's fair, but sometimes it's like you did you just had no clue what you were yeah, covered you for. You can't play dumb or play ignorant. So the other part of kind of my pre-trip preparations were just the packing aspect. So obviously I packed a full package of Lysol wipes. Um I tried to get hand sanitizer, but because people are going ape shit and losing oh, their mind. There it's like Steph and I went into just a little corner shop um the other day, presumably to buy wine, and they were selling uh tiny little hand sanitizers. Like they were the tiny, tiny bottles and they had a little box of them and I asked the guy how much they were and he said two pounds each. And I'm yeah. like, Nope, not buying this, but you can't find it. We went to Aldi, like the giant Aldi I live near. Yeah. There's no hand sanitizer. All the wipes are gone. That's why uh, there was no hand sanitizer anywhere for me to buy. And I'm, this is going to sound like I'm joking, but in my head, I was like, okay, well, if someone, you know, sneezes and I'm in the vicinity, I'm like, I will Lysol wipe my damn face. Yeah. Like, I will do what I have to do because that's disgusting. Yeah. And I would hope, again, we're talking common sense here, guys. If you're sneezing and coughing, mm-hmm. A, at this point, maybe stay home. Don't yeah. go into work if you don't have to travel, but also do that in a tissue and or a scarf or a sleeve. Don't yeah. like, oh my God, if if there was any time to say cover your mouth and keep your germs to yourself, it's a, during a pandemic. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one thing I've learned or recently I've become a bit more emboldened in is that whenever I'd, I'd be in a public washroom and I would see someone not wash their hands, I would, Oh yeah. How do I say it? I would like aggressively give them a dirty look. Passive aggressive. Like, like mm. I would look at them with disgust, but yeah. I wouldn't say anything. And I think now I'm at the point where I'll be like, you need to wash your hands. Yeah. Like that is not okay. Well, and even now it's like, if you go anywhere in any public 
spaces like even the office I work in most of the shops now there's hand sanitizer everywhere now it's easily accessible so well and same with soap right yeah Yeah. but I'm just saying it's more so now like you're literally walking around London and everyone has hand sanitizer out like there's no reason that you're not washing your hands yeah after you're doing anything like touching yeah people are gross and it shocks me as adults and it's funny because we actually got a review once of someone someone left us a negative review and they were like yeah that was like common sense who doesn't i think it was on our airplane etiquette airplane where we were just talking about you know how you got to get up and walk around and yeah it's common sense but you people need to be reminded i mean you think it's common sense but again remember stuff i said on my flight over to australia last year Mm -hmm. and i sat next to the toilet and i heard everybody not washing their hands in there that's adults like i can get maybe kids they're a bit gross anyways but people are not people don't do it so maybe it just takes Steph and I to remind you guys to wash your fucking hands after you are in. You should do that anyways. We don't it's even so need a gross. global pandemic for you to be washing your hands after you're doing your business. But yeah, well, and one thing I think too, finally leading up to me leaving was that. So I got in. So I knew this ahead of time. I'm always that person that shows up at the airport three hours early, anyways. Yeah. Um, but I was not allowed to check in online. I had to check in mm. in person. Because they well, did they want to screen people, kind of? I, now, see, I don't really know. I presume they were trying to check for in person, like, if you were presenting symptoms from the get-go. Right. Um, because there's obviously a whole bunch of different secondary screening options they can do right now. Um, I think they wanted to see everyone in person. And, of course, I was in line. And I wiped my eye with, like, my recently alcohol-wiped hand. Right. And I aggravated my eye. And by the time I got up to the check-in desk, it was, like, red and running water. Like, <laughs> it was gross. And I'm like, oh, this is not the time for this. No. But, yeah, so we got on. But it's just that thing. Like, if you're that person that arrives, you know, an hour before your flight and skirts through security. Yeah. Maybe now is the time to actually show up early. Give yourself – because the lineup – most people now check in online, drop your bag at the bag drop, and then do security. Yeah. Whereas this one, every single person on every single flight was checking in at the check-in desk. The lineup when I got online was at least 150 people deep. Yeah. So you need that extra time. Yeah. So give yourself the extra time. And now, oh, in transit. This is where oh, it was. See, germ up, city on a plane. Leading up to it, it was all like planning and, you know, just airy-fairy stuff. On the plane is when shit gets real. Yeah. Now, I took my Lysol wipes, and when I sat down, I Lysol wiped the shit out of everything. Like, the seatbelt clips, the overhead compartment that I was going to be touching the handle. Like, an airplane is a Petri dish. It really is. It is genuinely one of the dirtiest places most people will ever be on. Yeah. Um, so I Lysol wiped everything and thankfully I had a really cool chick beside me who was doing the exact same thing. I bet every, like a lot of people were probably doing that. Well, and now that I've done it, I think I always will. Again, it's one of those things like it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I, I do know people that do that. I don't. Yeah. Which makes me think maybe my immune system is super strong and hopefully I don't have coronavirus right now. But, um, (laughs) but I never do, but it's one of those things. I will be. I feel like I will be doing all the time. Well, and there were people on the plane. So there were tons of people wearing masks. 
And I will say, I'm used to, like, living in Melbourne, I'm, there's a lot of Asian people, and I'm very used to seeing Asian people in masks. Yeah. It threw me a little bit seeing that many white people wearing masks. Yeah. You don't see that often. Well, they've started a trend now. Yeah. Well, they were ahead of the game. Ahead they of knew, the game. Yeah. Well, and the other thing as well, I feel like there's, um, and this is a friend of mine that is from Hong Kong. Explain to me that actually when you see people wearing the masks, it's not so much they're wearing them to not contract a virus. It's usually that they're ill Mm -hmm. and they actually don't want to like spread their germs, which I actually think is very considerate. And I'm like, we should be doing that more often. Like if, if I'm sick and I'm on the tube in London and I know I've got some cold or a virus or something... Maybe I should wear a mask so I'm not spreading it. I think it actually should become a bit more common. I think so. I think they, like you said, white people the are Asian, assholes. Yeah, <laughs> the Asian population—they're onto something, and they're a lot more considerate than we are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's funny because there was one woman, and she was just so I was on the aisle seat on the window side, so it was window seats, middle section, window yep. seats. So I was on the aisle seat. She was two rows back on the aisle seat across from me. And she kept hacking and coughing. And I kept looking back at her. I'm sure we were all doing this of that disgusting judgment look you give someone. But she had a face mask on around her neck and wasn't pulling it up to cough into it. She was coughing into her hand. And then putting the mask back on. Yeah. So she's putting her germs out into into the Petri dish of the airplane. Yeah. And then covering her own mouth. So if anyone else... Yeah. Well, that's considerate of her. My face was just, I looked at her like... Did you say something? I would have. I didn't. I probably, well, I mean, it was a long ass flight. I didn't. But she definitely, we locked eyes when I was giving her this dirty look. So the message was sent. Maybe you actually got coronavirus and now you've brought it to me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm a carrier. (sighs) So help me. Anyway, so that happened. But to be honest, you see a lot of people on the plane hand sanitizing. I took my Lysol wipes when I went into the washroom on the plane. And, like, I was hardcore. Yeah. We, we've been hand sanitizing like crazy at work and washing my hands. But to the point, my hands are raw. Like, raw. Like, they're cracked. And they were bleeding the other day because it's been cold in London as well. So... Yeah. I mean, guys, get yourself a good uh, hand cream. What? And you should, I should be walking around seeing people with really raw and disgusting hands just like mine in London. And if I don't, that means you guys are not washing your hands enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, how the, it, people are acting like this is a revelation that you're supposed to, basically, you're supposed to wash your hands as long as the song Happy Birthday. Yeah. That's how to, for effective hand washing. I learned that like 10 years ago. Oh, so did I. I've known that forever. I'm flabbergasted. I learned that when I was a kid. Well, your mom's also a nurse. My mom is a nurse, yeah. But I mean, I I remember learning that as a kid with warm water, saying happy birthday. I do it twice. Yeah. There's nothing worse than when someone comes out of a washroom. They turn the tap on. Rinse. Put put their hand under it for a millisecond and then walk away. I'm like, what do you think that did? Oh, no. (laughs) And I've seen too many. It's funny because at work we... um. I don't know why this is placed there, but as soon as you walk out of our bathrooms, mm-hmm. we have like a sweets jar that sits there. Oh, it's now like ra- it's disgusted. now like wrapped sweets, but it used to be like open, just like oh. wine gums and whatever. And the amount of people that I saw put their hands in there after they came out of the bathroom, I'm like, you know, not all of those people have washed their hands. I, that and is gross. I never used to eat sweets out of that jar because I am just thinking how many oh. poop particles are sitting <laughs> in the bottom of that. I hope if anything good comes of this, people will be more 
like even now I know and I've always known that like you touch your hand your face so much unconsciously without even realizing yeah whether you're like scratching your eye picking a spot like yeah you touch your face so much and I think people are being more conscious of it now so we just need to carry that forward even when we're not in the midst of this I got a a, like a bit of an eye infection last week and so I don't know if that helped me where I was consciously not touching my eye anyways because I would obviously I was told not to but so I'm like maybe that's helped me where I had to really yeah think about not touching my face and my eye but you're right like imagine it's a habit you got a lot of times you get like food stuck in your tooth and you're picking that out or you've got a scratch in your eye and you do that or like a little scratch in your nose just yeah and if you do that then make sure you are hand sanitizing okay so on to more coronavirus precautions that yes. I actually saw in person. The first thing I really noticed, in addition to all the millions of warnings, was that when I was connecting at the Singapore airport, they had, and I can post a photo of it on our Instagram, they had heat cameras everywhere. Oh, really? Everywhere. And basically, they were screening everyone walking through the airport for abnormal body temperatures or like abnormal heat sensors. Are those the ones where they can see if you fart? <laughs> <laughs> I would guess they could. I don't I actually saw, know. I saw like a video recently and I don't know if it was, I don't know, just it showed like every person passing gas in an airport because yeah. it's heat, right? Well, That's and funny. they, when we were in transit to Singapore, they also made announcements. They're like, if you have been to China, South Korea, or Italy in the past two weeks, you will be sent back to where you came from. They're like, we will not allow you into Singapore. We will not allow you to transit on to somewhere else. You will be sent back. And... So I thought at that point, like mid-flight, that announcement, I'm like, what? That's not helpful right now. That's not helpful for people that get there, yeah. They should have just told every person as we checked in that we'll send you back. But anyway, so yeah. So Singapore had the heat cameras everywhere. Uh, So I thought that was interesting. That was kind of cool to see, though, because I think they would... see people farting? No. No. (laughs) Because they would detect, you know, abnormalities into you that maybe you're not feeling yet. Yeah, true. So that's kind of cool. Maybe I, think, I need one of those now. Yeah, decent precaution. And then the next thing I saw was on my Singapore to London flight, the, we, they, we were told that we were going to be at the gate a little bit longer before we were allowed to disembark the plane. And this is because London Heathrow is, I don't know if they're doing this to every plane, certain planes, random samples of planes, but they essentially needed our head flight attendant to come off and give them a report of people who showed symptoms on the flight. So they were like scanning the plane and just Oh, flight attendants were definitely watching. Did you find, were the flight attendants wearing like gloves when they were served? Like I know they do that anyways when they're picking up the garbage and all that, but were they... Did they wear face masks? Were they... None definitely... They didn't have face masks on. No. Which is surprising because you would think with flight attendants, their risk is even higher getting yeah. back and forth They're and in back a plane and forth on all planes. the time. Yeah. And dealing with... Well, and I saw two people. British Airways flight attendants have been diagnosed with coronavirus. So, s- some shit to take seriously. So, it was just very noticeable. And yeah. the one weird thing, even though my check-in line was long, was at the airport... 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply really did seem dead um yeah in melbourne i'm used to it being crazy and i went out at five in the afternoon it wasn't like it yeah. should have been crazy and the airport was just eerily quiet well that's like um the tube in london in the last couple weeks i mean it's still busy but even when i'm i most of the time i take the bus into work anyways but every occasion if i'm running late i'll get on the tube and usually it's packed in the morning and it's been people can get on and get a seat and not a lot of people are standing and it's not crammed and i don't know if people are just i mean i don't know are we at a point like they are saying especially in the uk it's like they need to do something Mm -hmm. sooner than later and i'm wondering i mean we got a note from our work last week just saying to everyone um you know take your laptops home just in case because we might be working from home which i'm gonna like why don't we just do that anyways like if we can yeah you know that concerned about it if you're that and yeah so um but yeah but we i've noticed the same and i haven't been to heathrow since but was heathrow kind of empty when you got there so all the airports were singapore was dead heathrow was dead everything was just so quiet and then today i actually got an email from Qantas saying due to the coronavirus fears or what be they the actual travel bans flight demand has gone down significantly yeah so Qantas were giving the heads up that they're restructuring a number of their flights and canceling a couple flights and then they'd been introducing some new long haul ones they postponed them from starting this month till September all right so and the one thing is if I flew just two days later than I did they're changing the Singapore connection flight to be direct Perth to london so instead of flying eight hours to singapore and then 14 hours from singapore to london i could have done just perth which is like a hop and a skip and then just a 17 hour direct to london damn you missed out i know i'm doing that flight on the way back though i mean i don't know if i'll like it or not 17 hours that seems like an excessive time on a plane also a lot of time to contract coronavirus yeah so be careful is well all I'm saying. i mean i'm gonna take all these same precautions on the way home yes so i feel i mean if i'm allowed to go home one of the biggest things and i didn't even think of this you know in these weird weird times when things like this are happening is just mentally preparing for like weird scenarios like being ready for it like i have already mentally prepared to not be flying back to melbourne on the 21st and i, I have mentally prepared you sleeping on my living room floor for an additional month if yeah. need be <laughs> i mean i'm sure come the 21st i'm gonna need to things to do like but you can clean my flat if you i'm can... not allowed to leave so for example if you know it blows up in the uk we're seeing the instances in spain right now are blowing yeah, up. yes spain is gone if mental. the uk gets hit and a travel ban happens to the uk which would be crazy yeah I'm prepared for it. Like, so I'm not going to get worked up. I'm not going to get pissed off. We definitely need to get more toilet paper. The, and the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's been, everyone's been going crazy. And I think it's everywhere. But it's everywhere. Here, like, and, and I might have even, so I bought like a big thing of toilet paper. And then I came back the other day and Steph was here and I had done some shopping. And I'm like, and I bought another pack. Yeah, but you bought one case. pack. No, you I didn't. Two. 
No, no, no. You had one here, and you oh, saw yeah. you saw they had a bunch, so you grabbed another one. Well, that's yeah. not a hoard. There's people buying like twenty packs. Yeah, we don't. It, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, but the one interesting thing, and we already talked about this, is travel insurance. So, say I wasn't allowed to leave. Yeah. And I were to call my travel insurance and say, "Hey, I need to extend my policy. I'm here for another three to four days." They'd say no. Because yeah, now because it's a known a issue. Yeah. So you just really got to always think of these things. And prepare accordingly. Yeah, and be ready. Um, so are we saying then that flights are really cheap right now? Yeah. So guys, I mean, for the, the people that have the travel bug still and, you know, not everyone's going to get coronavirus. This is if it's a risk you're willing to take. Now is a great time to be booking flights. That's true. Um, I know I've got a, a friend of mine is getting married in Rome in May. And I hadn't booked my flight yet. Now, I'm torn right now because mm-hmm. we're in what? We're in March, mid-March. And I'm like... May will come quick. Yeah. May will come quick. I'm like, do I book the flight? Now, this was supposed to be... I was going to plan a whole trip up to northern yeah, Italy. Yeah, you talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, which I'm probably not going to do that now. I'm not going to book anything outside of it. I think I've decided I'm just going to go to the wedding in Rome. But I've yet to book my flight. So I'm kind of sitting here now. I'm like, do I book it now when it's really cheap yes. and then just lose out on the money if... It doesn't pan out. If it doesn't. So, yes. the My answer is yes. I would book it now because... I also got another email from both Qantas and Jetstar today that they are waiving all change fees. Oh, right. Okay. On flights. So if you need to change it. So, you know, I feel like in your situation, the shittier part of all this is your friend who might have to cancel her wedding. Yeah. But you could change your flight. I'm assuming other airlines will follow suit, potentially free of charge. So that's almost like a win-win in my mind. Yeah. Maybe that, yeah, there was a good reason that I procrastinated. (laughs) <laughs> and waited to book the yeah I'm, I'm gonna look into that i also need to do accommodation yeah. so i'm really hoping I, maybe airbnbs are pretty cheap now as well now knows? have you spoken with her because last i heard she was actually already in italy and italy i read today is on a full lock the entire country I, is on lockdown i think she is there i haven't Jeez. spoken to her i'm gonna find out so she might just stay there till the wedding <laughs> we'll see i don't know Jeez. we'll find out i'll yeah. feed back Oh, and the one thing I'll say, too, is now I don't think I'm going to get I'm not going to reap any benefits of this because my partner and I are going home to Canada for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I should actually tell him to check flights now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's so far away. They're not going to Christmas Canada to Australia is one of the most expensive. Flights. Oh, definitely. Ugh. And has Canada really been affected by it? Yeah. Is there, I um, checked this morning as of recording time. Canada has 62 confirmed cases of coronavirus. Yeah, but. Okay, 62. I mean, yeah, I guess when you start looking at percentages of population. total population, because what the UK has, what, 100 and, no, it's like 260 at this point? I thought it was like 367. Maybe. I mean, yeah. it keeps going up. Three, 368 with me now. Yeah. Ooh. So, and then 369 <laughs> with you. That's what I was wondering today. I said, if I got coronavirus, would I count as a Canadian statistic, as a Canadian citizen? As an Australian Ooh. Australian statistic, as an Australian resident, or in the UK numbers, currently being in the UK. Like where, that's why, you see these numbers sometimes, and in, I always wonder. I don't know, but you would be a statistic. I already Lucky am you. in many ways. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I know what we talked about today, guys. Again, we know it's common sense. And if you want to leave us a shitty review and tell us how this is all common <laughs> sense, we are fully aware of that. Yeah. However... We feel like sometimes we need reminders and especially 
you know, this is a travel podcast. This mm-hmm. is a very relevant topic right now for those traveling. Yeah. So to sum it up on that note, as always, get your insurance. I'm actually going to post a link. We have a relationship with World Nomads where they give some of the best rates. So I'm going to post a link if people want to look up prices for their yep. trip. Get your insurance coverage in line. Get to the airport early. Yes. Take all the sanitary things you need, be it Lysol wipes, sanitizer. Face mask, if you can find them. I took two face masks. Use the face mask. Just because it dries out your skin. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, No, Steph, not not like an aloe vera face mask. Wow. Yeah, blonde moment there. Sorry. Yeah, your face mask. And don't go crazy if you don't have these things. Because people are stealing face masks from hospital and that's a dickhead move, too. Yeah. The doctors actually need those face masks. Yeah. So, yeah. Take all the things. Get to the airport early. In transit, just be courteous. Be courteous. Be clean. Yes. Don't be a disgusting person. And please listen to our airplane etiquette episode. Yeah. Where we talk. There's a whole section on being sanitary on a plane. <laughs> I mean, amongst other things that annoy us on a plane. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And and then of course take into consideration trips you have in the coming months because yeah. this seems like a real right now issue. It could be this could go on for a while yeah. because as one country's numbers come down, other countries are going up. Yeah, see if it's going to affect your future travels. And again, talking about say you're going somewhere, you might have a stopover that you might even not take yeah. into consideration. So just start be kind smart. of mapping that out. Look at it. Try to assess is this really going to affect me? Um, and then decide, am I still going to go to wherever you may be? So in my instance, Italy, mm-hmm. do I, you know, yeah. take the risk and go and not have insurance cover me? Do I book the flight now? You know, just map out all your options. Yeah. Well, and I saw a girl I know today, she is currently working in Japan with her husband and she's applied for a partner visa in Australia. So if Japan goes into lockdown because their numbers are on the rise as well, if yeah. they go into lockdown, her husband can come back into Australia because he is a citizen. And she can't. She's on a partner visa, which is not considered a spouse. So they could let him in and not her. So she's debating. She was originally supposed to come back in May. And mm-hmm. she's debating coming back earlier so she doesn't have problems. So like, she doesn't There's have. very real implications yeah. for, you know, some of the countries that may not be on the, you know, current travel ban list. So just, you know, watch the news and be smart. Stay informed. Um, and map out your future plans. And, you know, if I do get coronavirus, uh, Steph will probably get it as well. And we're going to throw a coronavirus party. Yeah. Like they do with kids with chicken pox. So I'll let you guys all know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Everyone's welcome. Let's all just get coronavirus together and then we're immune from it. And we can. <laughs> then we're immune forever. And we can keep traveling <laughs> as much as our hearts desire and not have to worry about it. Maybe we should just embrace it. I feel like after how sick I got in Brazil from the contaminated waters of Brazil in 2015, I feel like that's why I can't contract coronavirus. That was a lot of C's. I was like, all right. And if you're traveling right now, tell us what you're seeing in the airports. Yeah, we want to know what's happening outside. Hit us up. You know the drill. See you guys next week. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just one 
dollar. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ShitAbroadPod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. 